All right, welcome back to the next episode of Rum and Cinema. My name is Ben, and I'm joined by Nate, Jake, and Kirby this week. Guys, how are you? Pretty good, you? Just another day in the neighborhood, dude. Living the dream. Doing well I didn't know we here. had Mr. Rogers on the podcast. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I didn't know we had Mr. Rogers on the podcast. Oh, yeah, I only wear sweater vests inside. Nice. Uh, so this week we're going to be talking about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, we all saw that recently, and we're going to go over what we thought about it. Then we're going to talk about the new Batman being rebooted and how DC is messing everything up. Uh, we're also going to talk about the new Zombieland movie that's coming out and what movie in 2021 we all want to see. For past cast this week, we have Star Wars A New Hope, and future cast is that 2021 Batman film. So let's start with Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, Nate, you seem to like this movie the most. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was great. Uh, Perfect. Uh, I think it is uh, a great... and I think it's one of the best animated movies that's gotten a wide release, and I hope it encourages them to do more. Now, do you mean animated in general, or animated as in comic book animated? Uh, I mean animated in general, yeah. Better than Lion King, Aladdin, all that stuff, or I mean, I, I, I feel like you're, you're digging that, really that deep. <laughs> this is better yeah, than Toy Story. I, I wasn't thinking of a direct comparison between Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse and Lion King, right? But... Because they're both animated, right? I get that. Yeah. Do you want to retract that and say animated comic book movie? No, I still think it's one of the best animated movies that's come out in a while. Uh, okay. I just I don't want to definitively say Lion King. It's better than Lion <laughs> King, but yeah, that's but, I wouldn't want to walk on that bread. <laughs> was it better than Beowulf? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I if you animated anything, I think it'd be better than Beowulf. I did so. I I don't think Spider-Man Into the Spider Verse was that great, and here's why. I think, visually speaking, it was stunning. I think that was, like, the coolest part of it, was it looked way different than any movie I've ever seen. And I think the music and the sound design was awesome. But the story, eh, it was not great. Like, it wasn't even the best Spider-Man story I've ever seen, let alone the best comic movie I've ever seen, story-wise, let alone the best animated story I've ever seen. Like, I think it was a middle-of-the-road comic book storyline, let alone animated. I think it's like thirty that. minutes too long. I think that the plot was was middling, and I yeah, I thought that the climax was a little bit much. But hundred percent in terms of Spider Man characters, I okay. thought it was probably my favorite Spider Man movie. Okay, in, I think Homecoming of, is still better. Uh, yeah, Homecoming is is tough competition. Yeah, uh, but they and they've got a lot of uh, obviously. They've got a lot of characters other than Spider-Man to to enjoy, right. but I really enjoyed every single Spider-Man character. Uh, I enjoyed most of the characters in the movie. Uh, yeah, Kingpin was kind of meh, but everyone else yeah. I thought was a like enjoyable character. They were all okay. well developed, even though they barely got any time to introduce them. Yeah, I they did like the really reverse cool Suicide they... Squad. It was awesome. What's that? It was, they did the reverse Suicide Squad. Yeah, they, they're literally just like you already know what's going on. Uh, yeah. Just enjoy these iterations of the character, and I thought that was cool and a good attitude for comic book movies. Like 
it was enough if you don't know any of it that you can mm-hmm. get on board. But yeah. we skip all the boring parts that we've already seen a thousand times. And I yes. just want to encourage that trend. Yeah, the first act of the movie was awesome because you're totally right. I, I was expecting like all these intro stories and they did it in a funny way. Even the first Spider-Man they introduced was funny because it was like the Spider-Man that we know. Yeah, from and other they were making fun of the Sony ones. Oh my god, it was, was like, so yeah, good. Where they did the dance thing, and they were making the fun of it. Dancing. Yeah, it was cool. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god, <laughs> they like read all the internet comments, and they're like, "All right, let's make a movie out of that." Yep. But I think that you're right. the The climax, like, they had nowhere to go with it. I feel like they kind of got stuck in what they were telling as a story, and it was kind of frustrating to watch that because it was such a good start, and then it just trailed off so hard, and it it felt like Wonder Woman. Like, Wonder Woman had such a great opening, and then the last act, you're like, why did I watch this? I see where you're coming from, but Wonder Woman was definitely worse in that regard. I would Uh, agree. I'll give you that. Spider-Man, I was kind of like, all right, like, A, I wasn't too excited, and B, visually, I was kind of like, whoa. Wonder Woman was just like, all right, you've just undone all the goodwill I had for this movie in five minutes. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You set women's rights back seven years. In the <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think because the low expectations that you went into Spider-Man with helped a lot. Because you That's saw possible. it before I did, and you said a little bit about how good it is, but not to the point where it was like La La Land, where I was like, oh my God, this is going to be the best, and I came out of it pissed. <laughs> but it was enough where I thought it was going to be a better story. I didn't know that the visuals would be as great, because they were. Um, it was the best visually, like probably the visually the coolest movie I've seen in a long time. Uh, but it was story-wise just so boring. I thought the last, especially the last third, was just unnecessary. Like it, it, was, it felt it like the first two thirds of Venom. Sure. Yeah, yeah, they well, had a lot that they could work with. It's funny well, I, too because think think back. Like, how did you feel about it right after you saw it? Like, did you feel this in the middle of it? Yeah. Really? Okay. Like, as I was watching it, I wanted to turn my watch on to see what time it was. Like, it was one of those movies where I was like, is this an hour and a half in yet? Because mm. if I was a kid, I would hate this movie right now. Because it's so boring. And it's so unnecessary right now. But, visually speaking, it kept me interested enough to where I didn't, like... It was, it was like, small thoughts of that throughout the day, or throughout the movie. And then, by the end of it, I was, like, visually stunned by it still. So, like, that was good. That kept me going, for sure. And I think... It had a lot of, uh, it had, uh, uh, like, lasting effect. Like, most superhero movies, there's no, like, no one's going to die, no one's going to get hurt, it's all fine. They had a lot of that early on, and that was really good. They, like, set the tone very early that this movie is going to have some some clout, and it's going to have some things that matter, mm-hmm. which I think did a really good job of that. Yeah. I think it's interesting, that point, because they can, with the multiverse, they can, they can play with that and actually... Uh, you know, change characters out uh, a lot easier. 100%. In a way that what we talked about last podcast, like recasting is going to be hard and throwing the multiverse, which definitely exists in the Marvel universe, but throwing the multiverse yeah. into the Marvel Cinematic Universe would be hard right now. I feel like it would feel sure. kind of cheap. For sure. Yeah. It's going to feel like a cop out. Like we got yeah. us, we got some people leaving, so let's just start all over. Mm-hmm. That's exactly where yeah. I think that movie is the strongest too, is because... Like, uh, like when I went into that movie, I, I was kind of on the other end of the spectrum where I had heard really good things about that movie, almost unanimously, that it was just so good, you have to go see it. And then right. so I, I went into it with really high expectations. I definitely agree with the points on the story to a point. Okay. Um, 
it was definitely weaker. I definitely feel like it dragged on, like, you know, kind of around the middle uh, toward the end. But, yeah, it was, I don't know, just overall, I feel like it was really solid. I'm also willing to give it a bit more leniency because of the the fact that it was just setting up the world building of, okay, this is the multiverse, all the, you know. It, thro- it throws right. you right into right. that, and it's it does a good job of setting up the world, of just throwing you right into the world. And, yeah, it's a bit far-fetched, but, you know. It's like a what is it? Yeah, exactly. It's like a pseudo anime style superhero movie. It's it's pretty wild. Yeah, it had a lot going for it yeah. for sure. Like it it had a lot to make up. I think because it was a superhero animated movie. Because you're right, there have been a lot, but they've usually been like on television, direct to video, like Mask of the Phantasm back in the day, or like the Justice League movie that came out recently. Or like the Ninja Batman. Like DC does it really well, but Marvel did TV shows, and that's about it. And this is such a good way to put it and, like, start it off is really good. Uh, and the fact that, like, Spider-Ham is getting a spinoff is a good sign. Like, he's going to have his own goddamn movie in 2021. That'll be fun. Uh, do you, would you like to see one from every one of these Spider-Mans? Is it worth doing in each one of those, like, art styles? I'm curious whether it could be it could carry it. Uh, like, I desperately want to see a Spider-Ham standalone movie. But I also, I will also be, I will go into it with reservations. Or completely hammered, one of the two. Oh, yeah. That's the same thing. I think that's how John Mulaney would want you to do it. Show up to this children's movie, drunk off your ass on gin, and enjoy Spider-Man. They should just make it hard R. (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Ham has graphic sex in this movie. It's hard R. (laughs) Oh, God. <laughs> With Miss Piggy, it's Porky's well, too. Have you heard John Mulaney's like outtakes? Because they didn't tell him what the movie was really. They just kind of told him the character, and he went oh. in and did just John Mulaneyisms. It's the, it's <laughs> absolutely hilarious. You got you got to hear him. I mean, he's just cursing up a storm. With they his they actually released the outtakes. Yeah, he was on uh, he was on Kimmel or Fallon or one of those uh, talk shows, and uh, and they had a clip of it. Oh man. I heard him talking about it, but I didn't actually get to hear him. I didn't get to hear the oh, outtakes. Yeah. I'm so, oh, they're, oh, they're amazing. They're amazing. <laughs> so Spider-Ham we'd see. That's obvious. I'd see the Nick Cage one, the noir version. I think that'd be fun. And the yeah, anime I one, agree. I'm sure they'd release. In, in all fairness, though, Nick Cage makes anything fun. That's what we found out last week. Yeah. Could cast but him it's in the anything. same as the Spider-Ham. For a whole hour and a half... You want to watch of Nick Cage. Nick, Noir Nick Cage for an hour and a yeah, half? Fuck yes, yes. I do. Yes. Right. I absolutely me? would. I mean, I, I would absolutely go. I, I, I would watch him do a soliloquy for an hour and a half as Noir <laughs> Nick Cage. I wouldn't even need less storyline. <laughs> well, you could watch Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse too. <laughs> what I could see him doing for sure, though, is if they brought it to like the that new Disney streaming service, like the Disney Netflix, oh. and then did each character got like a, a half hour, forty five minute episode, and then it kind of culminated in a, a next movie. Holy shit! I'd All watch right. that for sure. Yeah, pitch pitch that to Disney before you release this podcast. <laughs> make, sure make sure that you get your money. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I would watch the shit. I can't. Okay, so the streaming Disney thing makes me think that Marvel's going to take off even further because of ideas like that. Like, that yeah. kind of thing they can do. They can just, like, short burst out anything they want. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've already and, and Netflix has with, like, Loki and everything. Watch it. Right. 
Like, yeah, exactly. You can make everything, and we'll all there will be someone to watch it. Yeah, exactly. Well, oh, I'm like, gonna watch like Wally on repeat scenario, for six days. Worst case scenario, we watch it and then bitch about it. <laughs> right, it'll be our next <laughs> next year's podcast. Oh, that stupid fucking Spider Ham movie! Can't Just wait to slight... bitch about the next one. <laughs> Back, Just bring our content uh, up, dude. Jake, Jake got the first spit take of the year. Uh, oh, my up? entire screen is covered in <laughs> in vodka Red Bull <laughs> from the from the Nick Cage soliloquy. <laughs> Luckily, so when you're. So when your audio is corrupted, I can blame Nick Cage. Yeah. Send or how great bill. Nick Cage is, really. Yeah, I'll send him a bit. <laughs> oh. I, don't, I don't do anything about that. <laughs> so, is this a superhero movie? stop sticking. <laughs> Why do I use Red Bull? It's so sticky. God damn it. Is this a superhero movie or is this an animated movie? It's both. It can okay. be both. Don't take the easy out. No, that's that's the that's the hard out. <laughs> but is it, it? Would you put it under a superhero movie? Would you call it yes. a superhero movie? Absolutely. Yes. It it has all the tropes and and kind of formulaic superhero story, and uh, same as all the other Marvel movies. So, so if I'd, someone I'd, doesn't like superhero movies, would you tell them to watch this? No. No. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say so. Uh... I'd say they're dumb, but I I wouldn't say so. <laughs> yeah, that, that would that would be the first thing I'd tell them. I'd be like, okay, sit down. Why don't you like fun? <laughs> Why are we friends? How did you get my number? But outside of just liking it, like saying you don't like superhero movies at this point is like saying you don't like a full genre of movies. Like, yeah. uh, oh, I don't really like action movies. Uh, I don't really like western movies. There's probably a movie in there that you'll like. Like, they're very diverse still within that genre and you can find one you like like to your point this is this is pretty different from a lot of other superhero movies that we've experienced it's it's got a lot more comedy in it even than like a lot of marvel movies because they just kind of went nuts like right it's within the genre but it's it's a different movie uh yeah, I would say the same thing to anyone who said they didn't like any entire genre of movie. Okay. But yeah, like, I think it is become its own genre. I think you're right there. Like, it definitely has its place. Like, if a blockbuster was still open, there would be a superhero section. It wouldn't be action. Yeah. It would be adventure. It would be superhero. Yeah. Man, that's like be a even, surreal world, though. Right? If there was a superhero section in a blockbuster? No, no. A blockbuster yeah, a blockbuster. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's one, isn't there? I think there's still one open. There's one. Somewhere in Alaska. I don't remember where it is, though. Yeah, it's got, no, uh, no, what's his face, the jockstrap? Oh, no! Yeah, it yeah, closed. All three, all three dudes that went there quit going, because they're like, oh, no, it's too busy. <laughs> it's in Bend, Oregon. Oh. Okay. Road oh, trip? One more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, let's do a live podcast from the last blockbuster. <laughs> and then and then we'll rent a movie and never return it. <laughs> what are you going to do, keep me open? <laughs> all right so i think that uh this superhero movie does a good job of showing what you can do with using every bit of ip that you have under a name because you're right the multiverse exists in almost every comic book and this one did it really well really interesting way to introduce all these characters and give you like a different feel with every character mm-hmm. do you think that the lego movie started that trend and that's something that can keep going 
What I do you didn't mean by see later movies? The Lego movie. So the Lego movie brought Lego, a bunch of IP Lego. together. The Lego movie. What did you think I said? The Let Go movie? I thought you said the later movies. Yeah, Frozen. Frozen. The later movies. Yeah, Frozen, right. Lego movie. <laughs> like the, the blocks that you played with as a child? Duke you know, was? Legos? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. My no, parents are middle class. No, now. <laughs> <laughs> No, the Lego. So the Lego movie brought a bunch of IP together that shouldn't have worked together, and it did. Do you think that kind of trend can continue with superhero movies or other movies in general based on how this movie did it? I wouldn't say that this movie was things that didn't work together, though. I feel like they're all kind of connected by a web, if you will. Wow. (laughs) Uh, All right, everyone, please turn your podcast off. Is that why you asked to be on here so you could make that pun? (laughs) (laughs) Your first episode, you tried out, you made it, you're on. You're in forever. (laughs) But no, I think think the Lego movie has more of a challenge with that because they have properties from wildly different areas, whereas I feel like both share the fact that they could have been colossal failures and weren't, so I think both have that going for them but sure. i think i think this having multiple different iterations of spider-man are it's it's easier to build a story around that than having like a pirate and superman right yeah that's fair yeah that's fair like the lego movie like in order for you to i mean it wasn't really about those ips and they were such popular ones that everyone knew it but they basically just assumed you knew what the things were they didn't try to explain them like the spider-verse you can get even if you don't like they basically have the same backstory and where they differed they explained it like you don't need to know about them i didn't know anything about spider-man noir i don't actually know if it's a real thing even like i know spider-ham is a real character but i don't know if the rest are but like you get the idea right uh it's it's someone that can pull it off. Yeah. 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 I think I didn't even I think, think of that angle. When you put this on there, like, did the Lego movie start this? I thought you were just talking about, like, the writers uh, of the Lego movie having right. the credibility to do something wild again. And they, yeah, that's for sure. I could see that. But other than that, I don't see a big connection. Okay. That's fair. Are we talking yeah. about Solo, a Star Wars story? <laughs> oh, were they on that? Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. No, they got fired from that. Swing and a miss. <laughs> Swing and Brutal. a miss. Yeah, they wrote... So they produced this Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. I think they also... One of them wrote it. Yeah. That's one of the directors of Lego Movie. Was it Phil Lord and Chris Miller? Yes. That sounds right. Uh, I'm looking it up. This will all be cut out. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so I think, but what they did with the, like, the Lego movie to me seemed like a big change in, like, in the way that animation is done. Not so much in that, uh, how the animation was done or how the story was told, but, like, how, like, what they used to tell the story. It was like Toy Story with only copyrighted material. Which I thought was a really interesting way to do it, and it worked out because they tied it together so well. But Nate, to your point, I think you're right. It's they didn't really have a story that was connected to any of the IP. It was just this story that had to do with all of them being around, mm-hmm. like it just happened to them, rather than something that was based on who they were. Yeah. Which probably made it work easier. Yeah, they worked on. Um, they were writer producer on Spider-Man in the Spider Verse, executive producer on Solo. 
Lego Batman movie, a producer, producer on 22 Jump Street, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, they were a producer. How I Met Your Mother, they produced some episodes. See, they're all over the place. All right, well, now you're just getting into the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> Brigsby Bear, they were a producer. The Master, The Short, they were a producer. All right, calm yeah, this, down. This can keep going. This can keep going. We're going to play the IMDb game later. No, we're not. So, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2 is already confirmed. What do you want to see out of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2 that you didn't see in the first one? More spiders. (laughs) (laughs) The origin story of the radioactive spider. That's all we want. (laughs) A Bug's Life 2, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2. (laughs) In In all honesty, what I'm actually hoping to see is that they don't try and like pack all six of the ones that we've seen plus new ones. You know, yeah. I, I feel like if they just yeah. keep trying to throw all of them in, then it's, it's going to become a mess really fast. So I feel like what they should sure. do is, is yeah, you need, you need to pick some of the recurring ones, add a couple new ones and, and then you have a movie. Right. Yeah. I could Easy see it that. just being like, or I could see it being uh, miles Morales, Peter Parker, and then spider Gwen. Oh. And then, like, maybe pepper a couple other ones in, but just maybe have those three need to come back together for some reason. Sure. I think Spider-Ham is going to have its own, so you don't need that. Uh, Noir is probably going to get their own, too, if they can get Nick Cage to sign on to that. So, yeah, you do those three and then pepper. Because like, they did tease someone else. Like, that last uh, end of trailer scene was teasing someone else. Yeah. Um, so that one's probably going to be the one. Yeah. 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 I think that's the one that they're going to start with, probably. And then go yeah. from there, right? I mean, yeah, he could have his own movie, too. Uh, I agree. That's exactly what I was going to say. I just want to see Miles and Gwen. I want to see Miles go to Gwen's universe and just have a story there. Right. Uh, Yeah. I think that'd be a good way to go, for sure. Um, So, if Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse... Do you think this would have worked not animated? I don't think so. No. I, I think a lot of what or, carried that movie was the visual style. And absolutely. In, in order to match that visual style live action would have required yeah. a budget that wouldn't have justified it. Fair. Do you think in a normal, like in a normal, more normal animation style, this movie would have succeeded as well either? I don't mm. think it would have worked. I think that, uh, this was touched on a little bit by Jake, but like, the visual style, like, throwing you into the multiverse, it's it's also just, like, throwing you into the idea that, like, this is a comic book story. Yeah. At the beginning, the parts, like, the speech bubbles, the thought yes. bubbles, yes. Uh, the panels, it, yep. it clearly established uh, that this is a comic book. You're just watching a comic book. And that made yeah. it so that when the totally different animation styles came in, you weren't like, this doesn't make any sense. You were like, of course it makes sense. Uh, right. It's just more of a comic book. Yeah, I think it let you really dive into that field and really let you get into the movie and what the movie was trying to tell you. Uh, whereas a lot of the other Spider-Man, like especially live-action superhero movies, can't do that. They can't show you a bunch of comic book panels. Uh, so I think that did a really good... I think that's totally true. That did a really good job of getting you into the mindset <clears throat> of this is a superhero movie and it's a comic book. Like, get used to that. So I think that was really cool. And the way they did some of the, like shadowing and stippling and everything like that looked really good too. Like it looked like a comic book most of the time, which I thought was awesome. Like it looked like it leapt right out of the page, which I enjoyed a lot. 
Do you think any other uh, mainline comic book could have pulled this off as well as Spider-Man could have? I would say not as well. I would say mm-hmm. the style the style would probably work for you know a decent number of things, but I think Spider-Man has its you know what maybe maybe Deadpool. Yeah. I could I could see Deadpool doing that because Deadpool does not take itself seriously at all. No. And uh and and Spider-Man's they're, they're often honestly kind of the same thing. It's it's just yeah. it has yeah, its, like, it has like an inherent sense of humor that's just they can do whatever they want with it and it works. Right. That is that's the key is they have to be able to like self deferential like they have to be able to make fun of themselves uh and point out the fact that they're like like the whole intro of everybody was making fun of themselves and like superhero movies in general, which did a really good job. And I don't think that Batman could have pulled that off. I don't think that Iron Man could have pulled that off. Deadpool probably could have, but it would have been I think Deadpool works better live action than animated. I think an animated Deadpool would feel like like South Park can pull it off and Family Guy can to a point, but I don't think Deadpool could pull off an animated feature. I disagree with that, but I I do think Spider-Man was the best jumping off point. I actually, I'd really like to see them do more of this with that, like, again, like this is a comic book because they can do a lot of really out, out there things. Like sure. Marvel could start doing multiverse stories animated and I think people would buy it a lot easier oh, for and sure. and each different super each different hero like has reasons why it would work really well like iron man's more out there inventions that we're, we're like seeing in infinity war now like he gets to the point where like it's nanotechnology and it's basically just magic i think that would work better it looks really cool in infinity war but i think it would look better in this animated style uh but i think spider-man was the best way to start because it has that humor and it sells people on it. Do you think a serious animated f- feature would work? Like Batman Mask of the Phantasm, yeah. fairly serious. Do you think that yes. would work now being the, sold? Okay, yeah. There are great animated Marvel and DC movies. Uh, I can't remember the name, uh, but the Son of Batman movie uh, animated is really good. They just don't get released uh, in theaters. And I'm hoping that this will help with that yeah the name it's, it's of that is son, son of batman, batman. yeah uh, it was a 2014 animated film yeah. it's great uh his son is like trained in the league of assassins uh it's really cool yeah you can rent that on most platforms for four dollars it looks like son of batman yeah it's it's really good uh and but these don't get released in theaters because they don't think people will go watch it and spider-verse just proved that that's not true if you do it well right Right. So I'm hoping that's a, a trend that's going to continue and we get bigger budgets for these movies. Sure. Yeah, I mean, they did a great job with it, with what they had. And yeah. But uh, Son I think of Batman helped. is not funny at all. It's a very okay. serious movie. But you think that would work in a theater? Yeah, I do, yeah. Do you think that would work as a kid's movie in the theater? Uh, I mean, yeah. Maybe it's not that specific a, one, but like movie. one like it. Okay. No, it is. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's violence, but it's not, it's like PG-13. Okay. That's oh, fair. PG-13 uh, animated super An R-rated an R-rated animated movie. That's that's a ways down probably. That, that's like pool. in a decade. That'll be like the the next Deadpool shocker for us. Right. right. Deadpool 4 animated. In 4D. 
The established Ryan Reynolds Deadpool could just, the third movie could just be animated and everyone would still go see it. Every single person who was going to go see Deadpool 3 would see animated Deadpool 3. That's very true. I would watch that. I would watch the shit out of that. (laughs) Just still Ryan Reynolds is the voice. Everything's the same. It's just animated. They don't even tell anyone. All the trailers are live action. Yeah. (laughs) You just show up to theater and everything, like the intro's animated. You're like, what the hell is going on? And then the whole movie... Hour and a half later. And then the last, maybe the post credit scene is he comes out not animated. Yep. So did you guys like that? I would give myself a break. So what would you rate Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 1 out of 10? Eight and a half. Seven, eight, yeah. Okay. I'd go six and a half. Okay. Is it, is it in the top five of movies you've seen this year so far? Yes. So far since 2019? Yeah. Yes. I've seen <laughs> less than five movies this year. Yeah. Really? Oh, it's yeah. better than Aquaman. Oh. <laughs> Low bar. Literally underwater, that bar is. I would say it's not in the top five. Uh, I've seen, so I'm what not are counting movies like. movies that are above in 2019? Okay, I'm counting movies that I saw in 2019 that I haven't seen before. Uh, yeah, it's probably sure. top five still. It's probably still top five. Like, Vice is better. Uh, Chef was better. I haven't seen that yet, and I saw it this year. What movie? Chef. Chef. Yeah. John Favreau. It's really good. It's really good. Hmm. Uh, I haven't seen that but either. But I would... It's in the top five, for sure. You're just lowering our, all of our credibility right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just saw Chef. We'll do a movie podcast. You want to check it out? I've never seen The Godfather. There. More things. I, I actually Joss have never seen too. The Godfather. Holy crap. I've we're seen The a, Godfather, and it's one of the... I'm not that upset that you guys haven't seen it. It's We're going to do a live viewing. We're going to do a podcast where we watch The Godfather and talk about it while we're watching it. Just poop on it the whole time. There's plenty of time to talk. It's, it's kind of boring. <laughs> it's all they do, right? Yeah, we need to make it like Mystery Science Theater style. Yeah, dude. We'll do it on Twitch. We'll get banned Ooh. in five minutes. Is that copyrighted material? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> Came out in the seventies, right? Yeah, feel like it. All right, so Spider-Man: The Spider-Verse. Feel pretty good about it. I would recommend it to people who really like comic book movies, but not to people who don't. Uh, six, six and a half out of ten, I'd give it. I'd say if someone told me they didn't like com- superhero movies, I'd say go watch this movie and tell me if you still don't think superhero movies are any good. Fair. And if they answer yes, then we're done. <laughs> I'm deleting your contact as we speak. Yeah. Nate, or sorry, Jake, what did you feel about it? For what? Spider-Man, Into the Spider-Verse. How did you feel about it? Like just in, No, I said eight and a half. I said, I feel like, I feel like it was refreshing because superhero yes. movies have gotten like they, when they first started coming out, actually when they first started coming out, they were, they were good, but just because they were new and then, and then after a while they were good because they were actually good. I feel like technology budget, everything sort of caught up to what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And then I think there was a period where they were really kind of almost stale yeah. and they were still good. It was just a lot of, you you really knew what you were getting when you went into one. Sure. 
and then and then Spider-Verse was it was something different and I think that's that's really what kind of carried it for me. It was something really different it, among superhero movies. It definitely was. I think Spider-Man Homecoming did that for me before this one did because I was very against superhero movies. I was very superheroed out on movies for a while. Yeah. And then Homecoming came out and that kind of got me back into it. And this movie was great animation style, but the story was still very like I could tell the beat were like when the beats were coming, I could tell. And it was like, oh, here's this is going to happen. Oh, here's this is going to happen. Like it was very formulaic superhero, which is the point of a superhero movie. But I just because the animation style was so different, I was hoping for something different. And it did have like little pieces like people. There was actual consequences and like people grew a little bit quicker and they didn't have all the stupid intros that they usually do, which was great. And that's what made it better than usual. But it still felt very formulaic for me as a superhero movie. Yeah, I could, I could kind of see that. All right, Spider-Man. Go see it. Enjoy it if you want. So uh, the next thing we're going to talk about, uh, speaking of superhero movies, uh, Batflick is coming back. Batman is being rebooted again. Uh, this time it will not be Ben Affleck as Batman. Uh, do you think that means that was Batman, was Ben Affleck's Batman a failure? Probably. Do you think it was his fault? I don't know. Like, was it his portrayal or was it the movie around him? You know, with the fact that it's, if that had happened, like in, in most situations, you'd have to say, wow, you know, that, that really didn't work out for, you know, probably because of the, you know, the, the actor, like, you know, the, the star actor. But in this case, right. I feel like DC has just struggled so much in general. So bad. That, yeah. That if, if a movie gets canceled, I'm like, yeah, it was, they just realized it was another crap DC movie that there are far too many of. And, <laughs> yeah. and if, if they're trying the to, yeah, if they're trying to salvage the Batman name, I think they may have taken a look at it and said, you know what, let's, let's just scrap this and come out with something that's good. Because if you come out with enough crap movies, people are going to quit going to see them. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Batman fans are weird. That, that, I mean, that's the, the only questionable out, statement. So. Like, even even not being too hot on DC movies, I still go see most. I, fi- right. I finally, like, I didn't go see Aquaman in theaters. Uh, it was, it was, it's getting rough enough. But, but yeah, to, to the answer to that question, you know, Batman being, re- is, was Batfuck a failure? I wrote yes, but only due to the writing. Like, yeah. I yeah. have zero problems with Ben Affleck's Batman. I feel like we didn't see much of him. Uh, it's just... Huh. The, the Batman, that Batman iteration was just universally panned for not being Batman. Like, right. in Batman versus Superman, he's just not Batman. He's just murdering people and right. just so hardcore. And I don't know how much control Ben Affleck had over that. Sure. And uh, in Justice League, he's just confusing because his entire motivation does a 180. Right. And it's very confusing. Yeah, that I think you're right. The writing does really stifle a lot of this. I think that's been DC's problem the whole time, is their writers didn't know how to write for their characters. Yeah, uh, I agree. Like, like Nolan's movies were amazing, and that's a whole yeah. different story. But since then, it's just been like awful ideas and motivations and choices by either the production company make, releasing it or the writers writing it or somewhere in between. 
where it just gets stupid. Like it's absolutely like it it feels like they're they're making fun of us for watching this. Like that's how bad they are sometimes. I walked out of Suicide Squad angry because of how bad it was because I was expecting so much more. And I don't think any movie since then by DC has lived up to any hype, even when I go in so low that I don't think it's going to be that good. What can DC do to bring people like me back? What do you think they need to do? I, I think they're kind of, they don't have to do a whole lot other than make a good movie. Like yeah. pe- people are still going to continue to see them. It's, it's like M night Shyamalan. Like he's come out with so Whoa. many crap movies. Whoa. Yeah. That's the thing though. He's come out with so many crap movies. I'm still going to keep seeing them. I'll keep seeing them for probably 10 more crap movies in a row before I'm like, all right, maybe this guy makes bad movies, but the, the, the name is so strong and the history is so strong that yeah. I'm willing to forgive a lot of crap. And if DC would just come out with something good, then that, that's all it would take for another 10 crap movies. <laughs> <laughs> so it just needs to like fill the void of one bad movie. I agree with part of that, and I'm confused on part of it, because I feel like Shyamalan is the perfect example of how it is possible to lose credibility and people will stop going to your movies. Totally. He had so After much Earth. credibility, and it took like three movies to tank him. But for what DC to bring, can do to bring back clout, yeah, just start making good movies. Uh, I do agree that, like, our memories are pretty short. Like, Marvel was considered pretty campy and dumb before, like, the current Marvel Cinematic Universe, like, of the last ten years. Before right. that, like, the original Fantastic Four was was a popcorn movie, but it was considered dumb and super campy. And X-Men... It had some elements of campiness and some not, but, like, it's a different thing than what Marvel is right now. They just started making good movies and gained our confidence. Like, that's all that's required is make a couple good movies. Right. I mean, last year, Wonder Woman came out and people were like, is DC back? And then they came out with the Justice League and they're like, nope, they aren't. But, like, (laughs) it's definitely possible three good movies in a row and people will be like, DC's right on it again. Totally. Totally. I think that's what, like, I think Marvel went through that too. Like kind of in the middle of the Marvel universe that they were putting out, there was a lot of like meh Marvel movies. And then they had Thor. two or three big hits and everybody was like, oh yeah, Marvel's great. Thor I forgot. Two. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Man 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, but they did that and then they came period. back hard, like really well. They came back. Yeah. Hard. It's like the yeah. opposite with Marvel. Like they, they can come, they, they've come out with so many like really solid, really good movies that even their bad movies, people are like, yeah, this is good. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, right. I'll watch it. I won't buy it. Well, yeah, if it's five bucks, I'll buy it. Uh, do you think uh, that James Gunn coming in is going to make DC reboot everything, like a fresh start for everything in 2021? Do you think that's how they're going to run it? I'm, I'm torn on this because... Uh, he probably has good ideas. I feel yeah. like DC's not going to abandon what uh, goodwill they have. Like, sure. I'm not a giant fan of Wonder Woman, uh, as we talked about, because of the ending. Uh, it kind of, it kind of, I don't understand why it's quite so touted, but yeah. it people do like it a lot, and I feel like they kind of screwed themselves by like 
pu- putting her into the universe because now it's going to be confusing if they reboot Batman, uh, they throw away the current iteration of Superman, but Wonder Woman's still Gal Gadot. Like, right. that's going to be tricky. I agree. So I, totally agree. I don't I don't know what they're going to do in terms of rebooting. I think it'd be worth it because Wonder Woman's the only like good good uh will they have. Sure. But and even that was kind of like wasted to be honest. Like like we talked about the third act of that movie's awful. Yeah. But, but it's so much still, better than the rest of the People still talk about it being yeah, I guess. I don't know. But I think James Gunn bringing in a fresh face to Suicide Squad will help a lot cuz that's a big name. And the Batman being redone is going to be huge because everyone wants to see a new Batman. If they do the same thing with Superman and then do a new Justice League like the next year, the year after, I think that would help out a lot. Right. Although Henry, like, he's not a bad Superman. It's just if you're going to redo everybody else, do it, do it up, right? Yeah. I mean, I have zero feeling about Henry Cavill's Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Neither does he because you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's whatever. Yeah, it's what are you going to do? So for those of you wondering, Kirby had to leave the podcast. Uh, his dog shit all over his bed, so he's going to be cleaning that up for a bit. <laughs> he Man. just sent me a text. He's like, uh, I need to leave. You can tell everyone why. So Kirby will be gone. He did send me his past cast, future cast, though, so we'll be able to talk about that. He has really good ones, actually. I might Does he? Use good. Mine as his. Actually, yeah. send them to me. I'll <laughs> use them. Yeah, you got you to gotta have then, some. And then, and then he just has to hold that. Dog shit, L. <laughs> Automatic loss. So yeah, so I I think I think DC is gonna have to come back with something different because they've it's like M Night Shyamalan though it's the exact same thing. He went away for a long time. He came back with the visit, and everyone was like, okay, this might be all right. And then he came back with another good movie and another good movie, and now he's just kind of building back to that point where he's not near what Signs was, but he's at the point now where a studio is gonna say we'll give it a shot. So I think DC has to do the same thing. But they have enough money where they don't need to. That's the problem. They can just make a movie. It doesn't matter. Because we're in superhero time. Uh, so yeah, that was that was Batman, the reboot. <clears throat> uh, so another thing coming back to life, Zombieland Double Tap coming out this year. Uh, we saw the first movie poster came out for it. And that got us thinking, what other movie from the 2000s deserves a sequel that hasn't had one yet? Jake, did you Na- have a good one for this? National Treasure. National Treasure 5. <laughs> Get it. No. Get it. I, I, I came up with two, depending on how lenient you want to be. The first one very, that, very that I lenient. thought of, it, and I'm like, all right, when did this movie come out? Sure. Because I'm I'm old and the years just blend together. They, they fly by at this point. That's why we drink. Yeah. And it turns out it came out in 97. Yikes. But I want to see the Space fifth Jam. element... The Fifth Element 2, the Sixth, the sixth element. element. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Stephanie. What is the Sixth Element? Wait, you've never the seen element? the Fifth Element? No, 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 no. I'm saying, what is the Sixth Element? Mercury. Oh, hmm. hate. <laughs> All right. The cool. Fifth Element is love, so it only makes sense. Yeah. Every every element yeah. has an opposite. <laughs> okay. All right. I'd buy that. I think that would work really well today, too. Like, everybody likes that kind of sci-fi. Like, Mad Max had a good time with it. Uh, like, other people have done that. So that'd be a really... I'd watch that. I also haven't seen The Fifth Element, so, I'd, I mean, I think it'd be good. And then, uh, Nate, my, you, Yeah, go ahead. Well, I, yeah. I, I found another one, uh, just, you know, because of one that had to be in the 2000s. Best in yeah. Show. Oh, my God. I feel like that you, movie's uh, kind of 
I mean, it's old, obviously, but it's kind of forgotten yeah. about. That was a funny and clever movie. And that was really good. Yeah. Could you imagine that with like Honey Boo Boo now instead of like dog shows? Oh like my a kid's, God. Like pageant. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it doesn't have to like just something along the same lines. Cause that, that movie was done really well. That movie was actually like laugh out loud funny, which doesn't happen it, a lot. It felt very like, uh, like the office or parks and rec, like that kind of like mockumentary style shot, uh, done kind of before that. And they did, they did do a Netflix kind of sequel, the mascots one. Which is fine. It's all right. But I think, yeah, like a full-on Best in Show sequel would be awesome. I'd watch the shit out of that. Yeah, exactly. I like those. Nate, what do you have for your 2000s reboot? Let me guess. Uh, did you pick that one movie about the the thing? Sorry, I the totally forgot what it was called. <laughs> uh, you have to be a little bit more specific. Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Oh, man. I didn't even think about that. Oh, uh, shocker. There, there is no conceivable way to do a Scott Pilgrim sequel uh that's what you think the story has been told uh actually no i put inception oh. uh go one see, level deeper with a caveat only if it's done perfectly <laughs> i want to see more in that universe sure no, it doesn't yeah, have to be that. a sequel like i think that inception is the story that they told is basically done but i would love to see more in that universe just more to do with uh, going into people's dreams. There's a lot of stories you could tell with that. Sure. Yeah, I think that would be like Freddy Krueger, right? That would be <laughs> that'd be a really cool idea. Actually, I would I would watch that. Was I was looking at a list of movies from 2000s, and I all, I thought that or Prestige. I thought the Prestige could do a sequel, and that'd be really cool to see. Uh, like I definitely watch the that. Post. Yeah. Uh, I I'll, let me look up Kirby's real quick. What he had, he had. Oh God, that's a good one. He had a movie entitled Galaxy Quest. <laughs> so he okay. put he put all the new Star Wars and Star Trek movies have a ton of fodder for this to work. Deadpool has proven that R-rated properties in this wheelhouse can financially succeed. So he wants an R-rated Galaxy Quest two, and I would get behind. What was that the Galaxy so Quest? Hard. Huh? I feel like Galaxy Quest was late nineties too. 1999, 12-23-99, to be fair. He even put the yeah. date in there. <laughs> well, like, I guess we're being that late. Yeah, they're still in theaters in that year, so that's fine. I'm curious, because in my head, that's like a movie from like the 19, like 1992. Right. Like, if you're not familiar, like, it's it feels like a movie from the 70s. Yeah. Which is <laughs> kind of on purpose, but... Yeah. It's in black it, and white, basically. Oh. <laughs> uh. Wait, I would, who's the leading man to replace Tim Allen? Oh, yeah, because you can't have Tim Allen. Chris Pine. Uh-huh. No, not the same. <laughs> Al Borland. Not the same. Uh, Tom Hardy. Maybe. Tom Hanks. I would watch that. Judah Freelander. Tom DeLonge. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Tom he does love aliens. He would, he would love to show that movie. Where are they? Just that would be the whole movie. <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. Uh, the one that I chose, I like Alex Quest a lot. The one I chose was Tropic Thunder. I want to see Tropic Thunder 2, uh, where they make another movie. And I, th- <laughs> I just think that would be, that was such a great movie and it's so well done. But I feel like it might have uh, like Anchorman 2 kind of. Kind and of plotline to it, or it might be trash. And you were mediocre yeah, hung into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, I know. I was gonna I say. Was. I don't think we've ever talked about this. Like, I don't like think Thunder is a masterpiece. Yeah, it was fine. It was good. Yeah. I want to see a second one. It's better. The best thing better. about Tropic Thunder was was finding out that uh, what's his name was the agent. Yeah, Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, the finding out that Tom Cruise was that guy. That was you could tell because the, the hardest levels laugh that I had at Tropic Thunder was finding out after the fact that that was Tom Cruise. <laughs> it was reading the credits and be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> that said, I, I would totally go see a Tropic Thunder too. Right? Exactly. I think that'd be yeah, really I, that'd be a good thing to do. They'd have my money, but. But what if they I went? Think it was going to be a good movie. Okay, hang on. What if here's the here's the pitch? Tropic Thunder Two is a documentary that looks at the ten year anniversary of that movie being made, and they go back <laughs> and like go over how the movie was made and interview everybody that's in it. So you look at them now, looking back on the movie as it was, and you can see like how the actors grew or like fell apart or like had trouble and everything like that. I think that'd be awesome. I'd watch that. Is that movie ten years old? I don't know. Two thousand nine. Oh my god. Yep. Wow. Yep. All sure of those is. actors don't I don't think they I I think of them as exactly the same as well, that Ben movie. Stiller is an elf so he doesn't age. So I think that's true. True. Uh so I would watch that. Yeah. All right. So 2021 is a big year for movies. We talked about one already, The Batman. We're going to talk about it a bit later. Uh I'm going to go off a list of movies that are coming out in 2021 or slotted right now. And we're going to go around and say which movie we're most pumped for. Or it could be another one that I didn't list. Ready? Yep. Suicide yep. Squad 2, The Batman, No. Avatar 3, Sure. Jurassic no. World 3. Absolutely not. Indiana Jones 5. No, yes. the worst of the bunch. Deadpool Whoa. 3. All right, we'll come back. Keep going. <laughs> Deadpool 3. Obviously. Yes. Beer Fest 2. Eh. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. I'm, only pu- I'm only sad because of Super Troopers 2. That's what got me to know on that one, yeah. Captain America 4. I don't know what that is. It's Captain America. It's the fourth one. No, it's it's not going to be. What what is that? I don't know. It's what it says. Captain America four twenty twenty one. Don't doubt IMDb. It's it's the one where I Captain do. America struggles with socialism. <laughs> Creed three. Yeah, he goes against Bernie Sanders. Yeah, Creed three. <laughs> Fine. Mission Impossible seven. Probably no. Mysterio the standalone. Absolutely one hundred percent. Plastic Man. Nope. Okay. Yep. Spider Ham. Yes, we already talked about yeah. that. Solo two. Absolutely not. Why are they doing that? <laughs> Didn't see Solo. Because we have to hear about more about how the Millennium Falcon got one. Social Network two. What does that mean? I just want it to be an hour and a half of Jesse Eisenberg awkwardly drinking water in front of Congress. You know what? I okay, I was that. gonna say. I want it to be Social Network 2, Zuckerberg goes to Congress. Yeah, just a hard cam of Jesse Eisenberg drinking water nervously. Is this how I hope they're able to water? incorporate the Russia investigation into it. <laughs> just, they have to. Supergirl. No. All right. Jesus. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Thor, Thor 4. Yes. I feel, like, I feel like Marvel's fucking with IMDb. Yeah, probably. They're all just putting a bunch of 4s out. Venom 2. No. All right. Nah. So which one did you feel like you were most pumped for? Of these. Yes. Deadpool 3. Okay. Slash Dead- maybe Mysterio. Yeah. Deadpool is up there. Mysterio is up there. And Avatar, honestly, is up there, even though it's, man, it's almost surreal. Like, I barely even remember Avatar. But I remember it was but, good. 
just to see is what they three do. Three typo? Is there an Avatar two? It will be coming out. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, I so too. Confusing. I think it comes out in 2020. I, I dead-ass was like, did I miss Avatar 2 somewhere? <laughs> I'm so curious. Yeah. I was I was talking about this not that long ago. Avatar is the highest-grossing movie yep. currently. Yep. Name, quote, one line from Avatar. Uh, we're going to fuck like the Na'vi do. I think that was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> really? Name, name two characters from Avatar. Uh, the blue the guy blue one? and the... And wheels, the wheelchair guy. <laughs> That's the same guy. Yeah. Wheels, yeah, wheels and the blue two guy. People. Yeah, wheels and the blue guy. Why the buddy cop why, movie. The Avatar is a social experiment that they should have given up on. But I, are you not curious what they do to advance the technology of movies? Because that's what happened with Avatar 1. I'll say this. Avatar 1 was the first good 3D movie. Yeah, because it was depth 3D. It wasn't like jump out at you yeah, as you're going to go into it. was a great it. example of 3D, and I'm good. All I'm saying is if in Avatar 3 I could smell the Na'vi, I'm watching the shit out of that. Avatar 3, jack into the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> the theater just plugs into the back of your neck, and you ready become to feel some shit. an Avatar. But you can only see it at AMC with AMC A-list. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely what's going to happen. Yeah, $30 a month, and we will pump Avatar 3 into you for the next six weeks. Uh, then you can experience it. I think I'm most excited for Suicide Squad 2 just because of how let down I was by Suicide Squad 1 and the fact you that know it's James Gunn. I have Suicide Squad 2 on my list with a question mark. Of what? Does it exist? Of just, like, am I excited for it? Enough that I put it on my list, yeah. but... Also what with is a question it? Mark. Is it going to be a hard reboot? I, I don't know. Be... It can't be worse. Yeah. I feel like the first <laughs> one was just an hour and a half long trailer, so that's, really anything that's to reboot. That's the thing. That, so the cast of Suicide Squad literally had so much potential that I'm yeah. as bad as Suicide Squad 1 was, I'm willing to be excited about Suicide Squad 2. I know. And they're going to have another Queen song in the trailer, I'm sure. And I'll get all hard. And then I'll go to the movie and I'll be fucking angry. Yeah. But, but that's every DC movie, so that's normal. Yeah, there you go. I, Indiana, I think Venom Indiana 2, Jones. Awful. Unless Shia LaBeouf's in it. I find that. I He's mean, back, I'm good. I feel like the franchise carries it. You, <laughs> the even Sapphire though, Skull this time instead of the Crystal Skull? Even though 4 was not good, I'm, uh, at all. I'm willing to see 5. And be not good is a, is a huge understatement. Whoa. Relax. They did what they could and not very well. With what? It was so (laughs) bad. The plot is said to be based on one of the other books in the series. Was the other one based on a book? Someone wrote all that? Oh, no. God. All right. You just killed it for me. I didn't didn't know they were making fucking fan fiction. (laughs) Yeah, it's the Twilight (laughs) version of Indiana Jones 5. They're just going to (laughs) dig up vampires, and it's going to be one of those kids from Twilight. Hmm. Yeah, dude. I'm so scared. Team like, Indiana. I feel like they made the Crystal School so many years after the fact, and they should have been like, "All right, you win. We're done. Yeah, we won't. We won't ruin Indiana Jones further." Do you think I'm just excited for the episode of South Park afterwards where they talk about Indy getting raped for an hour and a half? <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, Venom Two, I'm excited for because the ending of Venom was what the rest of Venom should have been. 
So I feel like they set it up nicely where Tom Hardy has a voice and they could do something really cool with it. So like Spider-Verse. Listen. <laughs> That's exactly what Spider-Verse did, only more beautifully. Uh, I mean, yeah, it looked cooler, for sure. But the Venom, the, the last 20 minutes of Venom was good. And I think that if they take that forward, it'll be really solid. And I think that's interesting enough for me to go. But Beer Fest 2, there's no chance I'm seeing that. No way. I mean, there's no chance I'm seeing it in theaters. Yeah. I tried I tried with Super Tubers 2, and it, Ugh, it was not worth it. Couldn't do it. I was even high, and I couldn't watch it. Man. <laughs> I know. Uh, Mysterio, though, is probably the one that I'd honestly after the trailer or the Batman be most pumped about. Cause I love Mysterio is my favorite Spider-Man villain. And I would love it's to see funny. That. Cause yeah, you can go off that, but like we've seen like 10 seconds of it, but I'm so confident in Marvel, the first villain movie made by Marvel and Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal yeah. that like, they already have my money. If I could yep. prepay for my ticket to Mysterio, I would hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm in. All right. So that was 2021. Speaking of 2021, let's go to our future cast. It is the Batman film from 2021. Uh, I have Kirby's here, so we're gonna have all four. Jake, right? Yes. No. I have. <laughs> I have everything. <laughs> I have everything except for one person on the past cast. Yeah, the past cast was hard for me to come up with too. I think we're gonna do a different me past too. cast style next time. It'll be fun. Uh, okay. But future cast right. 2021 Batman film. Uh, let's start with the least important, uh, Gordon. We're gonna recast uh, Detective Gordon. Or Commissioner Gordon, depending on what generation you're in. Uh, Nate, who do you have for Gordon? Uh, Ian Glenn. Uh, oh, man. I'm losing it. That, uh, also known as Sir Jorah Mormont yeah. on Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. just wanted to give that reference for, for people, uh, but I forgot his name for a second there. I was blanking. Uh, yeah, so I took a page out of Jake's book, and so I was looking at the Batman film, mm-hmm. and f- what little we know about it, it's been said that it's going to be a noir, yep, uh, and a little darker in yep. theme, so I pulled all of my cast from Game of Thrones. I like uh, that. Yeah, and I, I, I want to see a that dark of a Batman film. For sure. I think that'd be awesome. I like that pick a lot. Uh, yeah. I think the noir idea is a good one. I think that could be really fun, which is if they just cool. commit, yeah. If it's if it's just a straight up uh, detective thriller, yeah, that'd be really cool. Yeah, uh, Kirby has a whole theme and pitch for his movie, so I'm gonna read his all at once at the end. Uh, but it's okay, cool. It's cool. So, Jake, how do you feel about Detective Gordon? Who do you have? So, I was thinking Commissioner, but. Honestly, my pick, I think, would work for both. I, I chose Michael Rooker, uh, oh, probably yeah. most known as Yondu in Guardians. Sure. Or, yeah. Yep. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I think he'd need, he, he actually, so, so I, yeah, I mean, Walking Dead, I fucking hated him, but I was supposed to, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, in Guardians 1, he was good. But in Guardians 2, I was, I was very much convinced that he was great. Blown away. Yeah, exactly. Blown away. 100%. He was really good. I think that's a great pick. Uh, I went with uh, kind of a, a, a throwback to fans. I went with Michael Keaton as Detective Gordon, or Commissioner Gordon. 
Hmm. I think having an old Batman would be cool. And I think Michael Keaton would be gritty enough to pull off Gordon, uh, but also kind of, uh, depending on what you want to do with it, a little crazy, too, so he could pull off a lot of good things. So I went Michael Keaton on that one. Uh, speaking of old men, I, how about Alfred? What? I was just going to say, I, I like that idea of pulling in an old Batman, but I'd yeah. rather see Michael Keaton as a villain. Yeah, he does do a really good villain. I, do you want to do George Clooney as Detective Gordon, then? He could be an old one. Sure. Or Fat sure. Valve Kilmer. Just have him switch out. Every one of them is a Gordon in every act of the movie. <laughs> Batman's a little crazy and doesn't doesn't remember things oh, right. Scarecrow just... messes with him, so <laughs> cast changes every thirty minutes. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Actually, I'd watch the shit out of that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So speaking of old men, Alfred, uh, Nate, who's your Alfred? Uh, Alfred is uh, Aiden Gillen. Uh, who would need to be aged up a little bit, but yeah, uh, Littlefinger yeah. in in Game of Thrones. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he could definitely do it. Uh, I feel like he'd be a good Riddler. Yeah. I, I'm not thinking of him as Littlefinger, though. Uh, no, yeah. He, he's not always like that. Sure. Uh, I'm, I'm trying pretty to sure he I've is. Seen him in. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he is when he gets home. I don't, I don't know anything he about in, the guy. He was in The Dark Knight Rises, actually. He was in The Dark Knight Rises. He was a... He was in the plane with Bane at the very beginning. Bane. And Bane goes, why would you shoot a man if you're going to throw him out of a plane? That was that was <laughs> his guy. There you go. Yeah. So you could do it. That'd be awesome. Uh, Jake? Uh, I'd like to see him oh, as yeah, Chummy. Oh, that's it. Scummy? Just uh, Chummy. Scummy, oh, Chummy Alfred. Chummy. I think he said Scummy yeah. Alfred. I was like, damn, dude. Yeah. No, no. Shade. Well, it's because that's he's literally okay. Littlefinger in real life, and you'll never convince me otherwise. <laughs> Always play. I just wanted to trigger Jake. <laughs> yeah, I mean he triggered you last week, so you had to get him back. Really, True. At yeah. Point. Uh, Jake, who is your elf? So, I feel like every time except for the last time, I've had a Bruce Willis pick. Hundred percent. And I put him as Alfred, but I don't know. It's my it's least favorite though. Bruce Willis pick so far. Okay. <laughs> I'll say that. I, I, I hate it. I, I can't. No, I, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Think of like Man. in the episode of Friends, Bruce Willis. Like that's the kind of Bruce Willis you're gonna have as Alfred. I still hate it. <laughs> I feel like yeah, Bruce weird. Willis can do anything. No. No. Nope. Yeah. Nope. He has nope. he has the chops to do any role. You telling me he can't be <laughs> Batman's butler? Yes, I'm 100 <laughs> saying he can't be Batman's butler. No, he's too leading man to be Batman's bu- b- Batman's butler. It's yeah, true. it's just yeah. You won't you won't realize it going in, but halfway through you'll be like, "Damn, what this is, is a movie is about Batman? Alfred." Exactly. That's 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 my problem. All right, I'd watch that. Uh, speak. So you both said interesting things about your Alfreds. You wanted to be like, what'd you say, charming or something like that, or chummy? Chummy. Chummy yeah. mm-hmm. and Jake, what did you say you wanted him to be? Not the leading man part, the other part, like affable, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Bruce 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 Willis makes any character likable. So here's who I picked. That is both of those things to a T. My Alfred is Tom Hanks. Wow. I think mm. Tom Hanks as Alfred would be the ultimate because he seems like the nicest person that would go out of their way to help you, but also snarky enough to like not let Bruce pull one over on him. So I picked Tom Hanks as my Alfred. I didn't like it at first, but as I thought about it, I agree with you. I'd that, have to see it. it, it I have, it's I have also like, the fact that Alfred's always British. I, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I want Tom Hanks doing a British accent. 
Or <laughs> him to convince me that it's not necessary. It's not necessary. It's Tom Hanks. He'd be fine. Just imagine Woody from Toy Story giving Batman advice after he gets beaten up. His name is Alfred. Yeah. Alfred's a, no. you know, dude's name. It's fine. Tom Hanks looks like an Alfred. No, he does he not. He could pull that off. No, that that's the thing I'm struggling with the most. He He'd go by Al. Like Alfred. He'd go by Al. Yeah, you can call him Al. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> So Tom Hanks was my pick. All right, let's move on to the sidekick, Robin. Uh, my Robin is Ansel Elgort of Baby Driver. I think he is young enough uh, and kind of like dickish enough to pull off that role. Uh, I think he'd be really good. He'd be an interesting pick, and he'd be someone you could like spin off into their own movie later on. So Ansel Elgort for my Robin. I have... It, it was tricky to come up with a Robin because they yeah. have to be, basically they have to be young. Yep. I picked Shia LaBeouf. Oof. Damn. <laughs> oh, that's hard to take. That's a tough one. I think he could do it. I, I, I'm I, actually, I, I think yeah. Shia LaBeouf is really underrated as actually an actor. I 100% agree with you. I think all of his films he's done recently are, re- he's really good in all of his movies recently. He's just such a weirdo off screen. He's like kind of yeah. like Kanye West. Like yeah, I love his that's, work, that's but he's an thing. idiot. I I feel like I feel like exactly that's Robin. No one's like, <laughs> no one thinks Robin is really cool. You True. know, he's, he's just, yeah. Chris he's O'Donnell there. played Robin. Anyone can play Robin. <laughs> no one's like, oh man, Robin's such a badass. No, he's like he's there. He's quirky. I think Shia LaBeouf would make Robin different, but Fair. still, still this weird sidekick. <laughs> I buy it. All right, I, you sold me on it. Nate, who's your Robin? Uh, Jacob Anderson, also known as Grey Worm. Grey Worm. From uh, Game of Thrones. No. The leader of the Unsullied. He's too no. cool. He's too cool. <laughs> he is... He's super he cool. He is quiet. He's understated. Yeah, but he's not going to be a eunuch in as Robin. Well, no, he's not going to be a... I'm that, pretty sure Robin's a eunuch. <laughs> <laughs> it is canon. Like, I, yeah, I don't know if it's canon or not, but you know, read between the lines. Yeah, figure it out. That's now the name of this episode. Robin is sure balls. Robin's a eunuch. Robin is a balls. Jesus Christ. He's. I, I, he's not. I don't want literally Grey Worm from the Unsullied as Robin. I just right. want the character. Sure. You mean, you mean the, the opposite? He has hair. <laughs> okay, I buy it. Robin's pretty good. I don't, but let's move on. <laughs> so let's go over villains, and then we'll go over Batman last. Uh, so my villain, I only picked one. I picked the one who didn't get a fair shot ever. I picked Mr. Freeze, and I'm going to have Christoph Waltz play Mr. Freeze, because he yes. would crush that. Yep, I would watch I like every minute of that. Yeah. So Christoph Waltz. I think that Mr. that is Freeze. great. But I also think he'd be great as literally any Batman villain. Right, right. So it's it's kind of an easy cast. There, uh, so there's I can a, see him as the Riddler. Maybe not the, the Joker. I don't know. Who's the one? There's one that has, he was in the animated series. He has a, a, a puppet. That guy would be awesome as Christoph Waltz, too. But Mr. Freeze. Uh, I don't know who sure. that is. I want Mr. Freeze. I like Fritz Freeze, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jake, who is your villain or villains? So I thought of two. One was another Mr. Freeze, 
Uh, I had John Bernthal. Oh, nice. Um, That's cool. He could pull that off. Yeah, I don't know. He just, you know, he's he's most known for being, I guess the, you know, the anti-hero of Punisher. Yeah. But you know, yeah. I, I feel like the the switch into villains pretty easy to do after that. Sure. Uh, and then he looks like a villain. Yeah, along along the same uh, universe, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio mm-hmm. as uh, Penguin. Okay, I buy that. That'd be good. He's got the build. And yeah, he does. Penguin and Mister Free- Penguin and Mister Freeze would work really well together as a as like a duo as in a, a movie. Duo. Yeah, like a winter uh, a holiday romp through Gotham. <laughs> My favorite Christmas like movie. Well, the episode of the animated series where it's the Joker <laughs> on Christmas. That's a good one. Yep. All right, Nate. All who animated. you got? Uh, well, if you cast a Joker, uh, I'm leaving the podcast. No, no. Thank you. I, I've got a couple, but first and foremost. I've got Vincent D'Onofrio mm. as Mr. Freeze. Oh, boy. So, Relax. My Mr. So Freeze already So let's just have him be both and cast cast a movie where he plays both Mr. Freeze and the Penguin. <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd absolutely oh watch God. that. I would not. I saw Nutty Professor. It's the same thing. <laughs> so I, I like him better as but Freeze than the Nutty Penguin. Professor. Yeah. Uh, if if the penguin ever ever gets cast, it has to be Patton Oswalt. Oh my based god! On his previous performances. <laughs> yes. Yes, one hundred percent in. So in on that. He would love to do that too. He'd be all in. He'd I be know so he would do it in a heartbeat. He'd and shit his he pants. He already convinced me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in on that. Jake, why no? I don't know. I well, I'll say this. I've never actually seen a Batman movie with Penguin as a villain. Sure. I, is Danny the DeVito Penguin, played the first one. The, I mean, the, yeah, there's okay. only one. All right, yeah. yeah. Picture I, Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito played the first one, then I, then I buy it. <laughs> I yeah, thought kind Penguin of a, was a like, more serious role. Eh, he tries to be. <laughs> his, his real name is Cobblepot, so he can't be that serious. Ew. Yeah. That's exactly. just bad writing. Yeah. <laughs> it's comic book writing. What do you expect? Do you have any others? His uh, name is Oswald Chesterfield Cobblepot. Okay, excuse me. <laughs> Let me get my snark out of here. <laughs> it's taking up all this space. Yeah, and he's ridiculous. He is. He's a, he's a goddamn penguin that, like, kills people with an umbrella. Pat and Oswald could play the shit out of that. Who else you got? Do you have anybody else, Nate? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not afraid to steal this. It, right. I, I am casting... So I, I I diverged with Vincent D'Onofrio because I really think he'd be a good Mr. Freeze. Sure. That was my only uh, non-Game of Thrones casting. Yeah. But I'll steal Alfie Allen, uh, Theon, for Scarecrow. <laughs> yeah, he'd be He's really born good. to play that role. Yeah. Uh, and then I also had uh, Half-Boar Borgeson. I, I don't know how to say his name. The Mountain. But also Borgeson. Yeah. <laughs> As as Bane, oh uh, yeah, requiring Shit. zero effects. Yep, yep. God damn, that's good. He could break it. He could actually break someone's back. Yeah, I like it. I I'm pretty like sure it. that's what he does to train. <laughs> so let's go around and do our Batman's, and I'll read off Kirby's whole pitch. Uh, my okay. Batman, I'm going to steal from Nate. Uh, Nate's idea. It's Kit Harrington 
I think he's born you to play dick. Batman. I think Batman needs to be Kit Harrington. <laughs> that's all right. that's uh, my Batman. And it's the best choice. Oh, is all. <laughs> yeah. Well, then let me go, because I have, I have Chris Hemsworth. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I would give know. him a chance. Yeah. I, I would don't. give him a chance. Absolutely. I'd rather see John Hamm. Mm. I'd love to see John Hamm as Batman. <laughs> but I cast him as Iron Man last week, so I couldn't put him again this week. Ah, uh, yeah. But Kit Harrington for sure. Kit Harrington could play Robin also. If if John Hamm is Batman, Kit Harrington could play Robin. Like like yeah. as a side I forgot note, to mention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was gonna say as a side note, I'm super excited to see what Kit Harrington does after Thrones. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He has so much potential. Yeah. Hopefully it's not like the other guy, Rob Stark. Like he's been kind of doing like mediocre time pieces a lot. And I don't really like that. Period pieces, I should say. Uh, so hopefully it's better than that. I mean, no one is really like, man, Rob is my favorite Stark. <laughs> it's true. Remember <laughs> Rob? <laughs> Even Arya doesn't say that anymore. She's like, I've been done. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was going to say, it fits perfectly, uh, the two things that I saw about this 2021 Batman film that I just found out about when you told me about it, yeah. was that apparently it's going to be noir and Batman's going to be younger. Yes. So, yes. yeah, I think Kit Harrington was a perfect cast there. He'd be great. And I'm mad at you for saying it first. That's why I went first, because you kept saying Game of Thrones, I was like, well, this is for sure going to be his. Yeah, that's, that's the obvious choice. All right, so, so here is, uh, Kirby's notes. So, I'll give you the pitch first. Ignore the canon, just like Nolan did, and make a straight-up serial killer detective movie. Almost noir-esque. Takes place in the early 90s. He cast uh, Victor Zaz, who is going to kill Robin's parents. Bruce takes him in. Detective work to track him down. Movie ends with Zaz going into Arkham and meeting Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. So as Batman, he has Dan Stevens. Uh, from Downton Abbey. Looks ready to go. He's also in Beauty and the Beast. Uh, he was the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Uh, really good choice there. Uh, for Alfred, he has David Thwellis. Thulis, excuse me. Thulis, David Thulis, who you may remember uh, from Harry Potter as Remus Lupin. And he was the bad guy in Wonder Woman. So British would do a good job there. Uh, <laughs> Commissioner Gordon, he has Sam Elliott, who does the Dodge commercials, and he's like in Roma and really, really cool dude. So does he's the, the other Dodge Ron Swanson. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really good. Uh, and his Robin was Timothy Chalamet from uh, Call Me By Your Name. He's been in like everything recently. He was in Lady Bird. He's in Beautiful Boy. He's an interstellar. Really young, like up-and-coming young actors. That was really cool. Uh, Victor Zaz, he has Ben Foster, which would be cool to see for sure. He was in Hell or High Water. He was in um, uh, Leave No Trace, that movie we talked about last week. Uh, solid, solid Victor Zaz. Uh, and then he has Two-Face as Idris Elba which is really cool, except the fact that you'd have to make Idris Elba burnt on one half, which I think would make people upset because he's so amazing to look at. Uh, Matt Reeves directing, David Fincher producing for him. So he has that all set up really well. Man, uh, he went hardcore. Talk about yeah, the extra mile that I'm there. not ever going to do. 
<laughs> you went all in on that one. But I think that'd be really cool. So let's talk about the past cast. Uh, we're going to end with that because it's going to be the worst part of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> we yeah, if, you, if, if, you stuck, if you stuck around this long, like, just you got to lose. Turn it off. Find out what we're doing next week. Uh, so we're doing past cast as Star Wars A New Hope, which this morning I thought I should have done instead Star Wars A New Hope as a comedy or like some other twist on it because we just did you Star know, Wars remakes. I almost did that when I was going through my <laughs> list. Uh, I, I, I came up with my first character that I'll mention when, when I get to him. But uh, I came up with the first one and I was like, I should almost do like a theme of just redoing this like a comedy. <laughs> that would be so much better. Uh, let's just do it as a comedy. No. No. <laughs> right. So uh, Luke Skywalker, who do you have? I, I ended up with two. Okay. And both of them are established nerd cred actors, which perfect. it's not important, but I think it helps. Definitely does. Uh, so I have Luke could be played by either Tom Holland or Daniel Radcliffe. I almost put Daniel Radcliffe as mine too, but I thought he was like too tied into one recently. But yeah, I really like that one a lot. Yeah. I think that'd be really cool. Uh, I put Ty Sheridan. He's the lead in Ready Player One. Hmm. I think okay. I think he wasn't the problem. From what I've heard, he wasn't the problem in that movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't he the play, problem. But, he could play good but I also have no feelings about him. Right, which is exactly how Mark Hamill was when he came in. Like, it was a lot of no-names when it came out, so I think that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So Kirby had Jesse Plemons, who is – he was in the episode of uh, Black Mirror, where it was, uh, like, the Star Trek episode. And he was in Game Night, and he's in Battleship. He would be – he's a good choice. He's an interesting choice. He's uh, also known for anyone who doesn't immediately recognize him as Discount Matt Damon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ginger Matt Damon, a.k.a. Discount Matt Damon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Nate, who do you have for your Luke? Uh, I, I tried to find, like, under unknown actors, but yeah. I, I don't know enough to find that. Sure. Uh, but I, I went with Ansel Elgort, actually. Nice. As Luke. Uh, yeah. And I think that that would be pretty cool. He'd be really good. He'd be yeah. yeah. He was he was gonna be mine until I put him in as Robin. I think that was awesome. Yeah, when you really said like that, choice. I was like, ah. Yeah. Uh, I also have the backup Ezra Miller uh, yep. currently doing the Flash. I, I think he'd be really good. Uh, possibly yeah. better. But Did we Google I'd the same things to figure this out because I almost put no. Ezra Miller too. <laughs> Damn, I, I, I just looked up young, young actors. That's all I did. I googled great actors in their twenties, and that's what. I got. Yeah, uh, that, then we did. Yes, yeah. that was. That yeah, was it was, yeah, it was funny because I was the, like, the they have to be young. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, they can do a reboot, or not a reboot, but a sequel in thirty years. Exactly. The the last two that that I came up with were Luke and Robin out, out, out of yeah. this whole grouping because it was it's harder to come up with younger actors because you know the older ones they've established themselves. Right. Yeah, like Tom Hardy. Perfect. Easy. Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so who's your Han Solo? I have an actor that I think is interesting because I think if he played Han Solo, it would provide a chance for that to be his most prolific role ever. Oh, God. Is it Bradley Cooper? It is Bradley Cooper. with fire. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Bradley you Cooper would be, right. would be a great Han Solo. He'd be dope. I'm not going to lie. He'd be really good. 
I would buy that. He'd be good, but I'm I'm upset, so I'm not going to talk to you. He's just <laughs> enough of a dick to be really good at that role. Yeah. I buy that. Uh, Kirby had Donald Glover as Han Solo, which I think is a <laughs> cool idea. Because Donald Glover cool was the idea. best part of Solo, so why not make him Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I had Taron Edgerton, who you may remember from the... Uh, he's doing the new... Um, he was in Kingsman, and he's doing the uh, Elton John movie. Just a young he like, seems, dude that looks like he he'd seems be, a little young to me. It, Star Wars sure. would have to be a little different, but I yeah. would enjoy it. Yeah, I think he has just enough like charisma slash douchiness to be like, yeah, he's he's Han. Nate, who'd you pick? Speaking of charisma slash douchiness, <laughs> I have Nathan Fillion. Oh, hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, I'm I'm all about that. He basically was Han in uh, that one show. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I want to see more of him. So yeah. in, in that exact role. So anytime you can, really. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Just bring now my heart, now my heart's broken all over again. I know. <laughs> uh, did any of you cast Obi Wan? Kirby did Obi Wan Kenobi. I didn't because you didn't put it on the list. I did. I don't understand why you you did. Wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't put it on the list. Feel free to add it if you want. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't have time now. Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, I I actually did put Obi Wan as Bruce you Willis before I switched oh. him to Alfred. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I think I'm Bruce Willis it. would actually oh. be good at Obi Wan. I don't know. He doesn't seem wise. What do you enough. mean you don't know? He doesn't seem wise enough. Name one role Bruce Willis can't play. Uh, Alfred. No. no. Fucking Alfred <laughs> is the answer to that question. You can bring Batman his damn laundry, all right? <laughs> so Kirby picked Gary Oldman as Obi-Wan. Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah, I'd buy yeah. that. Uh, so C-3PO. Kirby put Steven Merchant, which I want to steal as my own because that's fucking awesome. And I would watch the shit out of that. Do you know who Steven Merchant is? Okay, Steven Merchant. He's funny. He's that tall, lanky, funny guy that's British. He has the big weird eyes. Uh, he's in extras. Oh, he was, oh, he's Jesus. a writer on The Office. He's in Logan. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah he'd be yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. He would be absolutely Looking great. Looking him up. Yep, yep, yep. I need to steal that idea. Uh, who did you all put as C three PO? So this is who I put as uh, like uh, the, the character that I put where I was thinking I should because this is the first one I came up with on the Star Wars end, and I'm like I should do this whole thing as a comedy. I yeah. put John Krasinski as three PO. Oh my god! See, C three PO just stares at the camera. Yeah, yeah. I just want to. I just want to see three PO say something and then deadpan the camera. He hands Luke his uh, lightsaber and Jello. Like, eh. <laughs> I can see that. No, I'm 100 percent for it. Uh, I love that idea. You just like John Krasinski in anything, though. Yeah, you put, I'm surprised you John put John Krasinski, Krasinski should be in Batman. every movie. Or is like the Riddler. John Krasinski. He would be a great Riddler. That's that's the, that's the villain we needed. He'd be a better Alfred than Bruce Willis. Uh, he would be. My C three PO was true. Dev Patel. I think he would be just cool enough to play C three PO, but also cool enough to know he shouldn't like he doesn't need to be on screen to make that happen. So I put Dev yeah, Patel. Yeah, because what people think when they think C three PO is cool. <laughs> He's yeah. kind of cool. He knows a lot of languages. All right, shut up. Dev Patel is my pick. <laughs> Nate, who did you pick as your cool C-3PO? I put David Tennant. Oh, um, yeah. 
Yeah, I I don't have much defense for that. Uh, just the voice, I think. I don't know who the original actor was, but I could see David Tennant being C-3PO. They should just rotate. The whole movie should just be them rotating uh, old uh, Doctor Who characters as C-3PO. You know, well, it's funny because you said David Tennant, and I started thinking, like, man, that would be the best Doctor Who episode ever is when he crashed like when he crash lands into the Star Wars universe. <laughs> uh, just so we're clear, Anthony Daniels played C-3PO, and that's literally all he played his whole life. Oh, wow. Like, mm. the only thing in his IMDb is C-3PO in everything. He, he played every C-3PO, wow. including up till today. Wow. Yeah. That reminds me wow. of Bradley Cooper in Rocket Raccoon. I, I can't think of anything <laughs> wow. else he's done. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, just a, 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 an addendum. After... Uh, the pitch of Gary Oldman as yeah. Obi-Wan. Yeah. I'm just going to throw in David Fluis, uh as as an Obi-Wan option. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, damn. All right. I, I think they'd both be good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's, let's go to Darth Vader. I only cast the voice of Darth Vader because that's all that matters to me. I had Sir Ian McKellen as Darth Vader's voice. Mm. Because I just want to hear him in that uh, asthma machine. See what that sounds like. Yeah. I see Vader. It was the one I left blank out of this list. I couldn't come up with anyone that could. It's a tough one. I should have put everyone in. Yeah. It's tough because it's literally only a voice. Right. And you have to capture Uh, the the gravitas. Right. Kirby put Andy Serkis because it's the obvious. You don't see them actor. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. That's a good choice. Nate, did you put one for Vader? This is the only one I couldn't come up with. Yeah, it's tough I, one. I couldn't come up with a Vader. All right. Well, that's on me. <laughs> uh, Grand Moff Tarkin is one that Kirby also cast. He had Ian McKellen. Okay, wow. Can you, wow. Tell, We're digging can you deep. tell Kirby We're digging to calm deep. down a little bit? <laughs> also, also, hold on, hold on. I have a Vader. Andre, ba- uh, Andre Brower. Oh. I actually like that. A lot. A lot, a lot, because he's amazing in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, God, yeah. Just have That'd his character be, cool. be Darth Vader. Can't you see I'm smiling? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'd watch shit out of that. All right, well we made it. Fast cast, future cast is. Oh no, we're not Leia. For sorry. Oh, <laughs> Leia. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kirby had Cersei Ronan, Lady Bird. Uh, she is amazing and does well at everything, and I would support that one hundred percent. I, I'm so, going next. I'm that. going next for Leia because I bet this is the one thing that I bet I have uh, similar to Nate here. I have Amelia Clark. Oof. Is that who you have? No, it's not. Okay. I'm safe. All right. Yeah. I mean, she's, 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 I tried to avoid. She, anyone. She's got chops, and I want to see her in the slave bikini. That's kind of all there is to it. <laughs> it's both. I'm not going to say it's not both, but it's both. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Where are we getting in the theaters, man? That's what we're about here. Nate, who's your Leia? Uh, I had a couple options, uh, yeah. but my first choice was Hayden uh, Panettiere. Panettiere. Yep. Yeah. She's good. Thank you for saying that last name for me. I got you. Uh, you saw the length, and you're like, no. Yeah, I heard you uh, say yeah, that yeah. first name. As soon as like, you uh, said Hayden, I was like, Panettiere? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's... I haven't seen her anything since Heroes, uh, yeah. and I think that's regretful. 
Reminder that me uh, and Hayden Panettiere were born on the exact same day. Wow, cool. And one of us is much more successful. <laughs> Which one is it? I'll, you know, that that's up to the listener to decide. I'll let, I'll let you decide. <laughs> <laughs> You're hearing me. When's the last time you heard Hayden? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I haven't heard yours since yours is canceled. What's up, player? <laughs> Take that. Uh, I also had Sophie Turner as an option while I was looking through the Game of Thrones cast. Uh, <laughs> I, I think she'd be a good choice. No. Of course she did. She'd be all right. She'd be all right. She, everyone, everyone hated her because she was great at playing Sansa Stark. And now everyone likes her as Sansa Stark because Sansa Stark's now likable. And I think she is very good at playing a strong female character. And that's what Leia is. Yeah, that's fair. However you want to justify it, that's fair. Yeah. I said however you want to justify it, that's fair. Anyway. I, I don't know what you're implying. Whatever makes you feel good about picking another Game of Thrones person. Uh, no, I was just going through and I was like, oh yeah, she'd be a good Leia too. She'd be fine. Uh, I picked Elizabeth Olsen. The best Olsen. Uh, she crushes everything she does. <laughs> wow, that, that's opinions. That's not even a hard fact to prove. <laughs> you can put the other two Olsons together, and this one's better. Uh, I really think she would pull off Leia perfectly. She'd have enough clout as like an actress and as uh, a person that could show power and vulnerability, uh, which you need in that role, and I think she'd be really good at that. So Elizabeth as long as Olsen. she doesn't have to do an accent. Listen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We won't have to. Space has no accents. That's obvious. That's true. It's whatever your voice is, that's your accent. So that was past cast, future cast. Uh, what, what are we going to talk about next week? I have two ideas. Or two weeks from now. What are we going to talk about? I have two ideas. Pitch them both. You're the one who comes up with yeah, the Yeah, you're ideas. right. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm waiting to hear the ideas. <laughs> I, I, don't, I didn't write down any ideas. I'm not Kirby. The Lego. Kirby's like, yeah, I wrote down 30 things. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have a movie we should watch and make, out. and then we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I picked out the caterer for the super cast. <laughs> I think it'd be a really good fit with the cast and vegan options. Listen, just because it's a no-effort podcast except for Kirby doesn't mean this is a bad thing. Uh, I'm going to go with... Okay, Lego Movie 2 is an option that comes out Friday. Or Glass. To, to, to go and see it. Yeah. Oh. Or Glass. Glass. We talked about Split. I think we should talk about Glass. All right, we'll go see Glass. All right, two weeks. We're going to talk about Glass. Fine. Uh, Thanks, as always, for joining us on Roman Cinema. Uh, Enjoy your Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, and Jello Shots was the thing to go with it. So you'll get that from the title. Uh, Probably should have said that. Okay, I was going to say, say that at the beginning. Jesus. (laughs) And and, and the next time is the asthma edition, so get ready. We're going to talk right into the microphone. take a shot every time Jake makes a terrible casting decision. So, (laughs) boy, God, are we going to Bruce Willis. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for talking with us. We're going to see you next week.